Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody. Wow, that was a quick cutoff. Yeah. Welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin. And I, Noel Deneen. Come together once a week over a single topic. And from that single topic sprouts a garden of ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with those ideas, we have one goal and one goal only, and that is to get you as rich as possible. As quickly as possible. I guess mm-hmm. that's two goals. It's kind of two. Yeah, that it's really is. It's a two-pronged. Yeah, it's a two-pronged It's a two-pronged single goal. Yeah, there you go. And uh, 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 that about sums it up, really, yeah. in a nutshell. I mean, we don't ask for any money from you guys up front. No. We are not like other get-rich-quick schemes Mm-mm. where we have something that we're trying to sell you. No. Where we pitch a one-size-fits-all model of... Uh, uh, financial solvency, that's not us. No. Nope. We're not a Tony Robbins where we say you have to give us thousands of dollars to come to our seminar and walk on coals to make you feel better. Mm-mm. We're not a Grant Cardone where you get level one and up. Oh, you're not succeeding on level one. I guess you got to buy level two. No, we get you rich on level none. That's right. You work your own levels. Yeah. We don't have a system. We don't believe in systems. No. Systems are for pussies yeah. who can't think for themselves. We're disruptors. We are disruptors. That phrase is so... <laughs> yeah. It really kind of makes no sense. Um, but what we do do, know is mm-hmm. we put these ideas out there. Yep. We let you take them. We let you action them. Yes. And there's a gentleman's agreement. Yeah. There's a contract that we basically are having you sign by listening to our show. Mm-hmm. And that contract is what, Noel? That contract is after you have taken our ideas, action them, become ridiculously wealthy, you remember your gentlemen's or women's or gentle Zimzer's agreement. Persons. Persons. Gentle persons agreement. It covers a whole... I don't think anybody, no matter what uh-huh. the the gender they feel, choose, however it works. Yeah, uh, they're uh, cool with person. They're all people. Yeah, in the end. Yeah, we're all people. So your gentle person's agreement, you remember, which is to give us ten percent of everything you made after you're rich. That's the deal. Tie thus ten percent. Yeah, it's pretty simple and no, straightforward. Nothing up front. You're already rich. Yeah. There is no, no skin gets in that game until you win the game. Yeah. All these people who get rich, all these religious people who get rich, they all tithe 10%. Yep. Mitt Romney tithed 10% to the, the Mormon poor church. poor religious people tithe 10%. It's true. I've played several uh, tips where it's all about how people, when they were down in the deepest depths. Yeah. Of poverty, 
and depression, mm-hmm. they still kept tithing mm-hmm. to the church. What is it? The uh, uh, who's the old guy? The, the old, old guy. The old old guy. Uh, Pope? No, the 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 evangelical guy who's got the TV shows. Oh, there's a bunch of them. You know, I anyway, can't keep them straight. The, the Christian Broadcasting Network, CBN Network. Okay. They always show the people in the depths of despair, uh-huh. depths of depression, depths of poverty. Earl Roberts. They no, no. They still keep tithing. And then they magically, mm-hmm. as if they were touched by the grace of God yeah. even, because of the tithing to the church, yeah. paying for prayers... Because why would they pray for you otherwise if you weren't paying for them? That's right. Uh, uh, they get out of said depths, and they suddenly buy a new house and uh, feed their kids. And then they just tithe more. Because yeah. if it wasn't for uh, those prayers that they're paying for. Yeah. You know, I truly believe in my heart of hearts mm-hmm. that God really doesn't do anything for free. Sure. You got to pay him. Yeah, it's like cable. It's like the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no. Anyway, we don't do that. Uh, I haven't seen you in a while, no. No, you have not. We did actually get together over the weekend. We did. We went and saw our, uh, I don't know if any of you remember the episode of... Uh, David Bowie. David Bowie. We had a guest on Raquel Sion. Yep. Uh, and we saw her show. Yeah, her Bowie show. Her Bowie show. Me, Me and Mr. Jones. And Mr. Jones... It's a good show. It was fantastico. You know that Raquel mm-hmm. is a uh, a true, true, true Bowie fan. Yeah, oh yeah. Because because we didn't know any of the songs. There was not a single. <laughs> there was like right at the end a hit. Yeah, like it, like it was. She was tossing us a crumb. Those mm-hmm. of us, it was all deep cuts. All Bowie deep cuts. That dude that was sitting next to you knew all the songs. He was a, clearly a big <laughs> Bowie head. You know how I knew he knew all the songs? Because he was singing them right in your ear? Singing them right in my ear. <laughs> um, anyway, Noel, anyway, how have you been? I've been good. Uh, so one of my coworkers has to go to Canada quite often for work. Uh-huh. Uh, and he brings me back little Canadian treats all the time. You've, I think you've spoken on this. I have. You like to get, what is it? Ketchup chips or something uh, like well, that? Oh, well, he brings me different chips. Okay. Uh, but this time, he brought me all-dressed chips. That's the ones, all-dressed. Which, we're going to have a little taste test oh, right really? now. Oh, really? Oh, wow. All-dressed chips. Oh, I'm very excited. Which, for anyone out there who does not know, uh, maybe all-dressed at this point in the game has its own flavor, but traditionally, all-dressed is all the flavors squirted on one chip. So now, this is my question. Is Canada known for their chip flavors in the way that... Yeah. I mean, the U.S. now has tons of chips, but flavors. But forever, it was like the uh, U.K. Mm-hmm. had the crazy, amazing flavors like roast chicken. Oh, yeah. We got all and, that kind of stuff. Hot dog. Yeah. and Right. Okay. There Hot was a, dog. a period when I was a kid. What do you think? I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. But it just tastes like barbecue to me. Try another one. It won't. There, oh. There's like bacon. There's It's like jelly cheese, bellies. There's salt and vinegar. There's... But it's not necessarily that one chip is one flavor and another one's another oh. one, but but the flavor isn't even on right. them. Yeah, now that you throw the other stuff out, I mean, when you eat it initially, you're just sort of like, 
all right, it's sweet, it's sour, mm-hmm. it's smoky. Yeah. Right? Which says barbecue to me. But now that you're throwing it out, it's like, yeah, okay. I get a little bacon in there. I certainly get the more you the more you eat, you get a lot more of the vinegar. Mm-hmm. It's a little you got that tingle on your tongue. Yeah, it's a good chip. Yeah. It's a great chip. I love them. We're just gonna sit here. Eating potato chips on air. This would be the worst episode ever of anything. Chips on mic. No, it'd be a great show because people who are on uh, diets could listen and Uh feel like they're eating potato chips. Oh, is that what would happen? (laughs) Yeah. That is a thing, right? We could do like, how how do you think, you know what mukbang is? Hmm? So it started in Korea. It's this Korean thing. Uh, I've talked about it. It's about the, people who eat? Who eat online okay. in video, yeah. and they just like sort of gorge themselves. Not like sexually, yeah. but people just love watching these people get these uh, massive amounts of food in front of them yeah. and just sit there and eat. You're right. They're not like, There's it's not like speed eating. It. It's not. I think one of the big things in Korea. I don't buy it. Is a lot of it has to do with they're so body conscious there and looks conscious that uh, women are on sort of perennial diets. I think it's sexual. Okay. Well, whatever it may be. Um, so this has become a thing in the States now. And what you'll start to see is big YouTubers will do mukbangs where they'll like buy the entire uh, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken menu and just sit there and eat it. But I think this is where we're going to create a whole new thing. So you know there's yep. ASMR, yep. the audio sensory, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We're going to do pod- radio radio slash podcast ASMR mukbang. <laughs> That's our new show. That even sounds sexual. We will, we will just because of the mukbang. Yeah. We will just, every show, we'll get a spread of food. And we will just talk about what we have in front of us. So the first 10 minutes will be like just explaining what we have. Mm -hmm. And then we'll like introduce the food and then we'll just sit there and eat it on mic really close. Yeah. So the whole audio sensory thing is going on. Yeah. And uh, we'll become hugely rich and famous. Yeah. Here's a preview of our uh, potato chip episode. So we got a potato chip. Mm hmm. Yeah, sounds great. Well, it's gonna be have to be, should have to be a lot of like the potatoes really coming through. You don't have to talk about it; <laughs> you're just eating it. Okay, we'll talk about it beforehand. Okay, explain what it is like we did, like what the all what what is this called? All dressed is. All dressed. I right. always want to call them all sorts, but those are those black licorice things, which I also love. Oh, do you like black licorice? Yeah. If you were to rank, if you were to rate. Your favorite um, Canadian snacks. Okay. What would be in the top three? Mm. Chips for sure. Multiple but, different kinds. So these these all dressed aren't the number one. Mm. They probably are overall, but mm-hmm. I do like a good ketchup chip. I also like the uh, dill pickle chips. Um. <clears throat> Canada's got good uh, the maple candy I really like, the maple sugar candy. So that's number two. Mm. We're rating these, Knowles. It's not just like Yeah, good. no, I get it. I get it. Um, there's a lot of pressure on this last one. 
It's got to be like kind of a candy type thing. No, it's a snack. You talk. You just talked about chips were number one. Yeah, Canada has really good. Or Toronto, I should say, mm-hmm. has really good hot dogs. Oh, really? Yeah, street dogs. You're the worst street dog I ever had. Or or really good uh, Jamaican beef patties and stuff like that. That makes sense. They have a huge, you know, huge Caribbean mm-hmm. influence there. The worst hot dog street dog I ever had was in London. Really? How come? It was just fucking awful. So first of all. The dog was not a natural casing dog, okay, which was weird. The mints on it, it's not bound tightly, mm-hmm. so it 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 weirdly sort of like falls apart in your mouth. Really, and then the flavor, the seasoning is not what we as Americans expect in a hot dog. You know what I mean? With that heavy garlic and mace and and that kind of stuff. So you know, you know, when you think hot dog, you just think American hot dogs to a certain degree. You're a mess. <laughs> um, you're going to plow through this bag through this entire show, aren't you? I'm hungry. You? No, I, I won't. I that. won't. I, I got to stop or else it'll be unlistenable. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's verging on it right now. Okay, one more. Um, anyway, it's a good thing you rated all those, Noel. Yeah. Because today's topic is... It's ratings. How to get rich with them. How to give yourself a five-star wallet. Yeah, there we go. A five-star wallet. No. Yeah. I'm going to just stand here and blather while you finish eating those chips so you can then get into your, uh, unless you want me to go first, we can no, switch no, no, it up. No, 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 I'll go first. You sure? Yeah, I'll just hold I'll this happily one. go first. Just hold it in front of my face. I'll lick it. Uh, I'm a chip mm. licker. Yeah. I am. All right. So, Noel. Yeah. Ratings. <laughs> ratings, guys. How you getting rich? I'll tell you. So, let me get some water first. <laughs> I do need that. <laughs> A little too much salt. <clears throat> yes. As soon as I was about to start, I was like, oh. Um, okay, guys. We live in a world where we can now rate anything, right? Yelp, Uber, Facebook, Rotten Tomatoes, right? It's growing more and more important. There's been... <laughs> I got chip all... Uh, this was a disaster. Yeah, this officially is going to be rated as our worst show. <laughs> no, that was last week, remember? <laughs> well, every week's a new a new, a new, new chance to make a worse show. That is true. Uh, or a best show. That's, that's true. Uh, you know, we're growing more and more important on these ratings. Businesses now give discounts for good ratings, a lot of them. Some businesses try to fine you for bad reviews. I saw a story about... The Union Street Guest House in the Catskills in Hudson, New York, they charge couples who book weddings there $500 for each bad review left by guests. Really? Yeah. And they take it, they give it back to you if uh, if the reviews are taken oh, down. So they take it as a deposit kind of thing? It's taken from your deposit, yeah. Um. Black Mirror had an episode that really resonated with people in the third season, episode one, first season produced by Netflix. It was an episode called Nosedive. Uh, it's in the near future when your online image rules your life. All your personal interactions throughout the day can be rated out of five stars. Your score determines your employability, your access to services, and your social standing. Standing, Right? Uh the woman in it who's about who's trying to boost her standing basically has a bad day and becomes an outcast from society as a result. I can't even imagine what would have happened to me. 
Oh, dude, you'd be in trouble. I'd be a hermit yeah. in the desert. <laughs> yeah, you would be. Instead of a hermit in the city, like you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's really not all that far from reality, right? In 2015, a startup tried to launch an app called People. Yes. Uh, where you would rate different people, and people went bananas and it tanked. Mm-hmm. In 20- still, you can still get it, though. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. It's still on the App Store. Really? It's got like a one and a half star rating, but it's still there. Really? Yeah. They rejiggered it at some point. Okay. But um, In 2010, China tried to launch a citizen rating system, beta program, gave people points for good behavior, took away points for bad behavior. You got a 20-point fine for running a red light. You gained 100 points for winning a national honor. You got points for paying off loans, fines for causing disturbances, People with an A rating qualified for government support when starting businesses and perks like that. Really? Yep. D rating people were excluded from official support or employment. Wow. Yes. Uh, Had to shut it down because of a giant backlash. But they are about to start it back up. No more A to D rating. More like a credit score now. Uh... But it's a mix of your finances and behavior, this score, right? Uh, it has less severe penalties than it did before. You know, low-score people can't ride in first class, have to pay higher fees on things and stuff like that. Um, it's accessed by credit companies, one owned by Alibaba, and dating sites. It's crazy. It's crazy town. Uh so how many how many people are in China? I love China. They run China like I would want to run a country. <laughs> uh, how, how many people are in China? Over a billion. Okay, over a billion, right? So lots of people. You know, want- they've also just recently, just to, because you asked how many people, they've just recently uh, uh, eradicated the one child, one family rule. Okay. So there's going to be a lot more kids coming out of China. Maybe, unless you lose ratings for having more kids. I don't think you will. They've, they, they've, you know, this is a rule that's been in place. I remember when they put that in place mm-hmm. when I was a kid. So it's not like there's been any backlash to that to a degree. Yeah, they just are realizing that I think they want more people there. Yeah. So there's going to be more people. Lots of opportunity here, guys. Lots of ways to game the system. Here is a big one. Okay. Right. We talked about the different things you can gain and lose points for, right? One thing that you gain points for is for timely paying off of loans. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is what you are going to do. You are going to start a company where a user opens an account with you and they use this card like a credit card, like a bank card, whatever, right? All the transactions they do on it. But they're not taking money out from their account. Every transaction they do at Starbucks, they buy a cup of coffee. Uh-huh. You're giving them a loan for that cup of coffee. And a minute later, that loan is getting paid off in full plus 1%. So it's reading like they're paying off a loan. So it adds their. You it, are taking. They're, they're taking out no, a loan. I understand. But it's, paying, it's, it's, it's. The idea is, is that they're paying off their loan so their, their rating goes up. So the rating goes up with every transaction they do. You get 1% of all money mm-hmm. spent in China for all these microloans. 
1% of all money spent in China, you, my man, are a billionaire. Yeah, in a heartbeat. In, in, a day. A, in a day. In a day, you're a billionaire. In a day, you're a billionaire. Yep. And the, the only problem with that what? is getting the government to be okay with you doing that. Don't worry about and it. And them not stealing the idea themselves. Don't worry about it. Why not? Because you're going to do it. You know what? <laughs> Don't worry about it because you're going to do it. If you do it and they're like, oh, that's a great idea. We uh-huh. should We should take that idea away and do it ourselves. If it takes them a day to do this, mm-hmm. you're, you've got more than a billion dollars. That's true. If it takes them a month, you've got like probably about a hundred billion dollars. Right. Right. If it takes them two years to perfect and do, mm-hmm. you have all the money in the world, or in China, all the money in China. Mm-hmm. Well, look, it's a great idea. Yeah, I like it. They they can steal the, the idea. The best part about your idea and presentation was how you raced through it. So you could start shoving chips in your mouth again. <laughs> this is true. You've never gotten one of your ideas through that quickly ever in the history of the show. Oh, I don't feel like that's That the is case. absolutely true. You did that in like four minutes, and you're usually a solid eight to ten minutes. Well, hey, when the idea sells itself, I don't have it's to. It's true. You make a good point. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so like you said, Noel, uh... People, the idea of an app that you rated human beings on. Yeah. Which I thought was a great idea. Really? That was going to be my idea. And then I said, you know what? I've not heard of this, but let me just check if it's out there. Wow. Right? And sure enough, it was. You're you're, you're really improving your uh, research techniques. Well, uh, yeah. I just checked that. Well, you know, I almost saw it and then been like, well, if I just say I didn't know. <laughs> but I had a feeling you were going to be like, you know, there's something out there that does this already. Mm-hmm. And I would have to then defend myself and whatever. And I didn't want to bother with that. But I understood what the issue of it was. You know, it's it, it if you think about it, it was it's sort of the end game of what Facebook originally started out as, right? Which was a rating system for girls on campus at Yale, right? Is that you didn't know that? No, didn't you see the movie? Yeah, but that's true. That's that's what it started out. It was like you know he listed all like I think it was the freshman girls at Yale, and it was supposed to be a rating system, and that's why it was called Facebook because you were seeing just the faces of these girls. That's horrible. Yeah, well, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg is not a good guy. In case no one's picked up on that at this point, mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's not exactly an altruistic, decent human being. No. He's somewhere along the spectrum is what I'm guessing, uh-huh. sort of emotionally devoid, and uh, he just wants to be rich. And he succeeded in ways no one could have imagined. He should be a big fan of ours. Why? He'd want to crush us. I feel he would love this show. You think? Yeah. Well, I bet he's listening. If someone out there knows Mark Zuckerberg, and I know we have listeners in all sorts of walks of life. Oh, yeah. We have people. We know We know the government's listening, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, pass it on to him. Suggest to Marky Mark that he uh, zucky zuck. Yeah. You don't have enough water. For the amount of shit that you are licking off of those uh, uh, chips right now. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, so that just seems like the obvious extension of uh, 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 
what Facebook originally started out as, certainly what Yelp is. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense that you would uh, 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 rate people. But I get it. It's a problem, right? If someone decides that they want to uh, destroy someone's life, leaving endless anonymous bad reviews, yeah. you know, really just taking the mickey out of someone, going about the way of destroying their life, it's not fair. It's not reasonable. It's not right. So I was sort of thinking about, well, w- what can we do that sort of takes that idea but sort of puts a, a spin on it that, that, that works for people and I sort of came up with it. So there were a couple things that I had the idea for, right? So one thing was this movie, The Green Book, is out, is mm-hmm. coming out. It should be out by the time this, this. And while it's a, you know, lovely buddy comedy between a man of color and a man of, of Caucasianness, of pinkness, um, traveling through the Deep South in the 60s, the name comes from this actual book that was called The Negro Motorist Green Book, mm-hmm. which was essentially a Michelin guide uh, uh, for people of color traveling in the South that will tell them what business is will serve Negroes, will serve black people. Yeah. Um, and in this day and age, when we deal with things like people refusing to make cakes for gay couples, it seems like for both ends of the political spectrum, a very sort of conservative specific or liberal specific yeah rating system for friendly or ally businesses yeah would be a great thing to have right you know you'll you know for the conservatives you'll love this bakery they refuse to serve a gay couple you know what i mean and boy they do beautiful sugar work yeah um then i thought you could as I was sort of uh, uh, doing research, as I do research on YouTube a lot, I end up running across, anytime you're dealing with money uh, stuff, you end up running across, there's this just entire level of punditry on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So many conservative shows, so many liberal shows, that it's all like progressive politics, conservative politics. It's the hot you know, conservative think tanks, mm-hmm. tons of money getting poured into these things. But you have so many options, right? A whole rating system for who you should listen to based on the actual quality of their programming. Yep. So, you know, basically the idea is rating systems for each side of the aisle, as it were, in the, this divided America. That is, you know, I mean, just based on voting, it's split almost 50-50 down the line. You know what I mean? When you look at all these close races, it's like 12,000 votes separating the Democrat from the Republican. You know, three million votes in a country this size separating Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, and you hit everybody with this. So that's the idea. You basically set up a a, a Yelp system, five-star rating system for conservatives and liberals, yeah. and then that includes businesses, and that includes uh, 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 punditry, entertainment, whatever it may be, because everything is divided along those lines now. Mm-hmm. Businesses have no problem telling everyone what they think about everything, 
and defining themselves by that. Yep. You know, you you can call it. What? Jerks like us. There you go. Because it would kind of put the people would look at it kind of funny, puts the camaraderie. It also shows that they don't like us, but we're cool with ourselves, you know? Right. Uh, And both sides would would, uh, identify with that. Yep. Good idea. Jerks like us. Yep. Uh, Hey, if you want to give some money to jerks like us, you can uh, go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org website. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page. Hit the sponsor button and pledge an amount. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Yeah. Yeah. Keep us in five stars. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Keep them in two stars. <laughs> I, don't know that, I don't know how that one works, but... That's terrible. Well, keep them... And silver stars. We there have gold go. stars. There you go. Uh, if you don't want to give us money, if you just want to give Radio Free Brooklyn money, we'll allow it. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, hit the pledge button, pledge an amount. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 51 c 3 organization. Uh, you can feel good about yourself because you're supporting things like the after-school teen education radio program. That we need money for. That they need a really a much better name for. It's got a name. It's uh, I forget what it is. It's like teens, radio teens. I don't know. <laughs> after school, they, they radio were teen association. Name it after uh, teens take the mic, which uh-huh. is a, uh, a a show that's run by uh-huh. teen. Uh, and then they changed the name so they wouldn't be pooching her name. Uh, I forget what it's called now though. It's like teens. <laughs> just stop teens, teens. Just stop For the guy who came up with Radio Free Brooklyn You're not doing a good job yeah. uh, With the teen name Speaking of Radio Free Brooklyn uh-huh. You can subscribe to our newsletter Radio Free Brooklyn You can download our apps iPhone, Android Whatever you got We got the app for you Uh huh you're waiting for me. You're, you were waiting for me no, to I'm say. Not. You no, were. I'm you not. gave me the room. I was waiting to cut you off. You gave me the room to sit there and go, wow, we have an app. Gave you the room to hang yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, you guys, we appreciate the fact that you listen to us. And we don't just show it with a few stars. Nope. We show it with millions of stars. <laughs> and here's an extra star, a million and one star. Because Josh scours the internet for other ways that you can get even more rich. So we slip another one in the show. Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. 1,700 new millionaires are created each day. That's over 620,000 new millionaires every year. So how do they do it? How come so many people become millionaires and why can't you do the same? Well, it's all about positioning and how valuable you are to the marketplace. If the marketplace thinks you deserve $1 million or more, it will in turn give you that amount. So there you go, guys. That's it. You don't have to actually do anything. Nope. It's interesting how so many of these they 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 so many of these financial gurus position the idea that the marketplace or money 
has a uh, a, it's a, a sentient being. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it chooses you. And if it likes you, mm-hmm. or you seduce it, or you make love to it, or you uh, 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 give it something it likes, yeah, it uh, it 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 gives you more of itself. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a very bizarre take on money. Yeah, in my mind. Yet people buy into it because I hear this concept in some variation on all these guys' things. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a standard salesman thing. Salesmen love to thinking about money like it's a woman or uh, 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 some something that gives you something in return. We should make a movie where it is a mm-hmm. character, where money is actually a living character. Yeah, yeah. The let's market. do it. What do we call it? Would it be a horror film? Would mm. it destroy people? Would well, it we kill could have people? different ones, yeah. Oh, we could just do a whole series yeah. of living money. Five faces of money. Five faces of money. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'd have funny money. Uh-huh. Oh, there you go. Nice yeah. comedy. <laughs> we have a rom-com with money. Uh-huh. Yeah. And why not? All of it. This guy just keeps trying to make out with money, keeps trying to seduce money, but money just won't have it. Yeah. And then finally, money lets him in, mm-hmm. and hilarity ensues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, But ratings, Noel. Ratings. that's where the money is. Things. How are we getting rich? All right, we've been talking about one kind of ratings. It's not the only kind of ratings out there, though, right? No, it's not. It's all about Yelp five stars. God, no. Right? Because there's another type of ratings it's called TV ratings. That's true. TV, man, all about the ratings. It is. Nielsen is huge yeah. in this world of TV Leslie ratings. Leslie Nielsen had a big career on television. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, yeah. Speaking of Canada. Yeah, and don't call me Shirley. That's right. Uh, ratings determine the cost of advertising. Mm-hmm. A lot of money in that. I don't even know how ratings work anymore. Like, it used to be just very clear, right? Because everything was on television. Mm-hmm. But now with Netflix and all the other stuff, I don't I don't get how they do it. Yep. And so many people watch things. I do know this that there, <clears throat> there's live ratings. Mhm. There's live plus 3 ratings. What's the plus 3? Up to 3 days after the show. Oh, okay, so reruns. So that's basically. kind of no, it's 3 days after the show. So people that stream it. Oh, okay. Or DVR it or, or DVR whatever. it, right. But if it's beyond three days, it doesn't count in that live plus three. Uh-huh. Even if it's within the first week, right. which I don't I don't get. But uh so I read a lot about T V ratings, guys. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty interesting actually. There were five hundred and thirty million people watched the live broadcast of the Apollo eleven moon landing. Fourteen percent of the world's population in that time. Mm-hmm. Ali, Muhammad Ali, yeah, huge in the ratings. Many of his fights had between one and two billion viewers mm-hmm. globally. I was just thinking about that because there's a big, big boxing match coming up between two heavyweights, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about like I'm lo- looking. I like boxing, and I was thinking about how this is going to be a good fight. And, you know, I remember when I was a kid, all of Ali's fights, Huge. that's all you talked about. You know what I mean? That's like all anyone talked about. Where are you going to watch it? How are you going to watch it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, 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 anyway, yeah, go ahead. Um, 
3.5 billion people watched him light the Olympic torch in the 1996 Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. Princess Di's funeral was watched by over 2 billion people. Wow, really? Yeah, some of this stuff was surprising. And I really found this really interesting, all the stuff I was reading. Uh, for some reason, in 2010, over 1.1 billion people watched the ball drop in Sydney. The New okay. Year's. I wonder if that's the sort of uh, the the New York City ball drop of the East. Well, it's the first big city. That, oh, that's right. That's right. For some we- reason, that one year was so much bigger than all the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, I read about the ratings of the Olympics and World Cups and cricket tournaments. But I kind of discounted them a little bit because they're not single events, right? Mm-hmm. I read about ratings in different countries. In 2010, the Olympic hockey game between Canada and the U.S. was watched by over 80% of Canada at some point. And uh, overall, over the whole game, over 50% of the country watched it. That's like 80 people? It's 85, actually. Okay. In 20, 2005, the Manny Pacquiao, Pacquiao. Which, Pacquiao versus Eric Morales boxing match was mm-hmm. watched by 85% of people in the Philippines. Yeah, well, Manny Pacquiao is a local hero, man. Well, and they, they showed up and supported. Yeah, well, they voted him into Congress. Yeah. Also in 2005, almost 90 percent of people in Poland watched the funeral of John Paul II. Pope John Paul. Mm-hmm. JP2. Yep. But one broadcast out there makes everything out there look like child's play. You know what that is, Josh? World Cup. No, one one broadcast. Live Aid. No. I don't know. That's it? That's your, all your guesses? I mean, okay, let me think. One broadcast. Um, we've done the moon landing. We've done major boxing events. Um, it's not Live Aid. You know, I just saw Bohemian Rhapsody, and they threw out all these numbers about Live Aid and how it was going to be seen by more people than watch the Olympics. Live Aid was big. Um, I honestly don't know. I don't have a guess. Okay. I'll tell you. February 22nd. 1986. Donald Trump's inauguration. No, nope. 1986. Course. Oh, 86. No, but you know what? Uh-huh. Obama's uh, inauguration was on the list. Was it really? Yeah. Of top top watched American Sh- things ever. Sure. I don't doubt that. Um, Not not Trump's. Uh, February 22nd, 1986. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone remembers episode 209 of the telenovela Roque Santiero in Brazil. Uh-huh. <laughs> it got a rating share of 100%. So all of Brazil was watching it. All TVs in the country, a country of over 200 million people, were turn- tuned in for the finale of this show. Anything not turned into it was 
statistically insignificant to the point it doesn't even count. Was it the 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 uh, season finale, it or was, was it the, the the show? The show was last episode ever. Last episode ever. But we're not talking Mash that went for twenty years. Right. This was like a year long show. Really, it was a phenomenon Why? in Brazil. It won best telenovela. It won best actress. It won best actor. It won best female revelation. I don't know what that is. <laughs> what do you think that is? Is like a secret, or do you think they, that is a way of saying like best new female? It's either best new female, or it's or I just because it's hard for me not to think when I think of a telenovela mm-hmm. that there's always like a revelation about yeah, a character. I know. Like I sort of think like this female character yeah, had the a best werewolf. Rev- right, exactly. Yeah. Whatever the revelation was about the female character that caused everyone to tune in. Apparently, yeah. Uh, and it also won Best tel- Telenovela Text. So this was a phenomenon in Brazil. And as we already said, there's two hundred over 200 million people in Brazil. And for people of a certain age, this show is massive in their lives. Right? Uh... Roque Santiero is made a mark. And only one year, huh? It's only like one year, this show. It's nuts. A hundred percent share. Uh, so, you know, this is just this is just a, a no-brainer. You're going to go, and in Brazil, you're going to produce things all <clears throat> geared towards people around Josh's age and my age and uh, you know up right because it was 86 so mm-hmm. it's got to be people that were you know at least teens that makes sense uh teens tween say from the age of 45 up yeah and and you are going to capitalize on this show's success you're going to make like uh a show that'll be like whatever happened to and the different characters oh, from gotcha. the show you're going to make a podcast where someone who's never heard of the series listens episode by episode through the whole show. You're going to make a show like, uh, what, what's the show, uh, Best Week Ever, where it's just like people talking yeah, about like, show. oh, It's a talking you know, head show, yeah. as they call them. Yeah. You're going to make one like that about this show. Mm-hmm. You're going to make uh, parties for older people. Bars. Bars themed after mm-hmm. this. Whatever it is, you're gonna aim and you're gonna you're gonna man, you're gonna succeed. <laughs> Cause this was a fun this makes OJ look like nothing. Mm-hmm. This makes everything look like nothing. Nothing else in the world ever has achieved that has kind of status. Hit that kind of home run. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. Wow. Everyone in the country. That's astounding. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it was. I don't know. If we have any Brazilian listeners out there, people who are just fans of the show, let us know. We should make a podcast where we just start <clears throat> watching it episode by episode and have like a comment of each episode. I don't speak Brazilian though. Portuguese. Yeah, whatever it is. But we they have subtitles. Do they? You <laughs> Come sure? Come on. We're in the modern age. <coughs> I mean, it's not streaming anywhere. 
I wonder, I like, I would wonder. You don't know that. I'd be very curious, you know, I watch things from 30 years ago sometimes mm-hmm. that I that I enjoyed back then, and I watch them now, and they don't stand up at all. Yeah. I wonder if that would still stand up for people. I bet you would, but but I bet you if, if it was this popular, mm-hmm. it's been very copied since. So I bet you it won't seem as fresh right, as it did at Whatever the time. Whatever the groundbreaking nature of it is. Yes. Certainly not to a younger audience. <clears throat> yeah. They've seen it they've seen it over and over again without even seeing it and done, you know, better and more up to date. Yeah. Anyway, that's a solid idea, Noel. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Don't as tell you me s- you have the same idea. It's the exact same <laughs> idea. I didn't want to ruin it. Like if I had said Rock, blah, 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 mm-hmm. as the answer, you would have looked at me. You wouldn't have known what to do. Rock Santiago. If, if I had said Rock Santiago, you would have been like, how did you know that? You wouldn't have known what to do. Like, you did not expect me to say Rock Santiago. No. You were hoping that I would be a... Uh, I was just hoping that you didn't say 9-11. I was... <laughs> <laughs> no, but thankfully you said it. Every every show, guys, we hide a, a 9-11 reference. Do we now? <laughs> wow. It's usually right around the same time we drop a Nazi reference, so it mm-hmm. goes over people's head. They're too shocked when Noel does a Heil Hitler or something like that. Um, Did you hear about the guy? Remember, in the, the we had talked about this like when it happened, not on the show, but off air, when in the middle of a, of, of a performance of Fiddler on the Roof, Ugh, in Maryland, idiot! A guy jumped up and shouted "Heil Hitler, Heil Trump," and everyone freaked out. Yeah, I and, I hope so bad that someone just had labeled him and like attacked him. And <clears throat> well, so it turns out he did an interview on television. He didn't do it because he was a racist, a- anti-Semitic person. He was there. He was kind of drunk, and while he was watching this. He started getting furious about Trump and about what Trump was was doing, and he meant he. This is what he was claiming, and he was deeply apologetic for it. He's a Jewish guy, apparently. <laughs> that he got overtaken with doing this because, in his mind, Trump is Hitler, and so he was making. He thought he was making a statement. Well, he made with, a statement, all yeah, right, without realizing that. Oh. This might freak people out because it's a week after a synagogue just got shot up at a Jewish play, you know, essentially a Jewish play, right? Yeah. And and he just like, you know, he's banned from the theater for life. Apparently. Good. But yeah, it apparently was not. It was the exact opposite. He thought he was making a political and anti-Trump political statement. This is why you don't drink in the theater, people. <laughs> yeah, that's what an idiot. <clears throat> yeah. So, as you said, other rating systems, Noel, you brought up television. Yep. I'm going to talk about movies. Whoa. Yep. Boom. So, I did a little bit of a deep dive into the MPAA, the Motion Picture Association of America. What is it, you people ask? Well, every time you see a rating on a movie, these are the guys that give it that rating. Who are they? Why do they exist? Mm -hmm. What's the point? It is things I didn't know. So, number one, the MPAA is a voluntary organization. Yep, I knew that. Um, 
It was started in 1922 um, as a way of protecting movie studios from censorship boards. So the way it used to work back then, every state and most cities had their own censorship boards boards that would would and could ban a movie for local distribution on grounds of immorality. So what the guy who created the MPAA board, the, the original MPAA thought was, if I put together this board that has a code of conduct called from all these different immorality boards throughout the country, and we put together the strict code of conduct that movies had to follow, uh, we would save the government from getting involved in regulating our industry. Yeah. Okay? So this was there were no letter ratings, nothing like that. It was just you had to follow the conduct. And then about 1968, uh, the Supreme Court decided that states could adjust the definition of obscenity as it applied to minors specifically. So the MPAA worried that the ruling could revive the idea of local censorship boards conceived of the voluntary rating system where they came up with the initial of G, P, G, R, and X movies. Now these are all voluntary, but this is the thing. Companies pay for their movie to get rated because if you don't have a rating, you're not going to get massive distribution. And they pay for a big blockbuster movie. They pay like $25,000. Short film will pay $750. But every movie that's looking for distribution is paying this money to be released in the United States of America. And I said, wow, that is a fucking racket. There's a group of like 10 people who are totally anonymous who look at every single movie that's submitted. So A, they get to watch these movies before they come out Great. and for free. So that alone as a perk is pretty hot shit. But B, they're the ones marking it and they're making a shit ton of money. Yep. Off of that. I mean, just try to think the amount of movies that are released in this country every year and how much money they must be making off of this. Lot. Lots and lots of money. And I was like, well, what are, what are we dealing with now that sort of sits in the same place that uh, uh, the movie business did back in the 20s? And it struck me. Search engines. Okay. So this is my idea. You're going to create a massive ratings board. And essentially what's going to happen, so these search engines, because you have guys like Google, and not just Google, social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, um, they're all trying to avoid the government getting involved in their business. Oh, yeah. The last thing they want is to be busted up because they are not controlling their content correctly. Yeah. So this is what's going to happen. You're going to create this board where you essentially are putting ratings on every single website that's going to show up on a search engine. Wow. On anything like that. You're not going to charge $25,000. No. You're going to charge $10. Yeah. But, you know... 
how many pages pop up if you do Google search for anything? Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of pages. Yeah. Right? You are just going to just plop, you know, I don't know what your your ratings are going to be. I mean, I think certainly you're going to have to have things for sort of political content Mm -hmm. and what that is. You know what I mean? You know, some sort of of fact check truth thing, you know, uh, uh, however that works out. You can even break it down. I was thinking you'd break it down into sort of like entertainment politics. Uh, or you, know, you could just you could just do a straight up. Uh, is it appropriate for kids or not? Sure, and that as well. That would be the start. But I think eventually you're going to have to get into sort of like you know where this leans on the spectrum of politics. Yeah, and where this because that's you know a lot of what sort of uh, uh, fired this thing up in the first place, right? So you're not necessarily fully censoring these companies, mm-hmm. right? But people are not going to accidentally click on something yeah. because they don't know what they're getting into. And you will have like th- a, a, a right above every uh, 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 website is going to be their rating mm-hmm. and what the content is like, a synopsis of their content, and straight on down. Yep. And you're going to make, I mean, come on now. Yeah. How much money are you going to make, Noel? A lot. If you're charging $10... A website, which is nothing for the website. Unfathomable amounts of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's it. That's great. That's fantastic, actually. That's that's good. Uh, Apple just came out this past couple days and said that uh, regulation is inevitable. Yep. Bezos said that as well. Yeah. Not so much about regulations, but just about the idea that, you know, Amazon, as such an enormous country, company. Yeah. I say country because it might as well be is destined to be broken up. Sure. It's got a lifespan, a finite lifespan. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of how long can you keep it going. Yeah. You you know what I would do if I was a movie company? Mm-hmm. Is I'd be like, you know what? I'm not going to rate my stuff. Um, This movie, it's, it's PG. This movie's R. Because they know perfectly well what makes everything what. And say, you don't believe me? Challenge it. And I'd save all that money. Well, I don't know. It's not that much money in the grand scheme of the size of the movie, depending on the movie. No, but still. I mean, 25, 25, 30 grand. I understand what you're saying. But the thing is, this isn't by law. So you, what's to challenge it? If you're putting out this movie and you don't have a rating in place, a lot of movie theaters will just not play it. Just say, I do have a rating in place. This movie's R. Oh, I see. I'm saying it's an R. Yeah. In good faith, why don't you believe me? You're calling me a liar? Mm-hmm. And then they get into fist fights. I'm down with that. Yeah. We can sell that. Stream that. Yeah, to be like those, those bum fight videos, but it'd be all <laughs> CEOs. It's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. Where yeah. are we at? We are at the point in our show where... We're, we've reached out to you a lot. You probably are now like, how do I get back to them? How do I get in touch with them? And I can tell you how. You can us on Twitter, GRQ Josh Noel. Email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. Go on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and uh, subscribe, rate, review. If you only listen to us, rate, rate, rate us, rate us, guys. If you only listen to us in podcast form, tune in Saturday night, eight o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn, 
get there early, check out some Art Star scene, stick around afterwards, listen to Sitting with Gianluca. Brand uh, new show. Is that a music show or a talk Funny show? guy. It's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, he's, a, he's a great guy. Um, although, if you're listening to us right now, Gianluca, don't play music over us while we're playing. <laughs> oh, did he do that? <laughs> yeah, but then he then I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to get in touch with him and tell him that uh, he messed up the board. But basically, the first thing he said when he got on was like, uh-huh. I'm still new with the board. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, he, he gets it. Uh, but it's a great show. Um, you guys, you got a lot of money. What are you going to do with it? Josh is going to tell you how to spend some of that money. Pharma sales are larger than the gross domestic product of 15 countries combined. And these are some of the costliest drugs available. In 2015, Globera outpaced Solaris to become the most expensive drug in the world. The cost for the medication is over $1.2 million a year. Not approved in the United States, it is used in Europe to treat LPL deficiency, a condition affecting just 1,200 people in Europe and 1 million worldwide. It's an amazing thing with drugs like those because mm-hmm. they affect so few people. Mm-hmm. Insurance companies, if they pay for it, will maybe pick up like 50% of the tab on it. Mm-hmm. So you still have to, if you have this disease, you have to come up with over half, what, what $600,000 a year just to... yeah. Pay for your drug. And after this show, you'll be so rich, you can just get that disease. It's true. Intentionally give it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys, we know our ideas are great. How do you know that they're worth uh, taking out loans, risking your family and marriage and mortgage? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Where do our rules come from this week? Uh, today's rules, how to be a successful businessman, 50 rules of entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship? Number one, don't read about taking action. Pull the trigger. That's right. Pull the trigger. Rate at five. That's right. You don't have to be an alpha male. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, you oh, don't. That's, that's the. the I, I, sorry, I, I know I forgot to preface it with number two. Oh. You don't have to be an alpha male. No, you do not have to be an alpha male. You can be a soap opera watching Brazilian and be rich, rich, rich. Yeah. And finally, number three, find something you can't live without. That's right. Find something you can't live without. And then rate it very highly. Rate it very highly. Uh, there we go. No, can't live without the internet three. nowadays. That's right. For sure. Yep. You can't live without uh, movies and entertainment. You can't live without movies and entertainment. You can't live without social status in China. That's true. So once again, no, we're three for three, which means everyone's getting rich. That's right. We're out of chips, guys. Barely. Uh, so once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs> Okay.